What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. So this week, one of our top tier patrons, Adam from the band Savvy, has cashed in his chip to do the uh, the band coaching, which is a bonus perk of our top tier Patreon. And so we sat down in, in virtual space and had a conversation with him, uh, their vocalist, and their lead guitarist about how they're doing and where they're going and how they can get there faster. Without further ado, let's get into the conversation. So, guys, I want to welcome Savvy the Band to the podcast. How are you guys doing? So good. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves, who you are, what you play, and ultimately what you're looking to get out of uh, this conversation. Sure thing. Oh, well, I'm Kristen. I sing in Savvy and I play a little guitar. Um, now, I'm pretty sure that's a normal size guitar, isn't it? It's not a little <laughs> guitar. It's a normal <laughs> person guitar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's for regular size people. What am I looking to get out of this conversation? Uh, well, maybe we should, we should preface that maybe by saying this is this conversation comes with having been a Patreon at a certain level for a certain amount of times. One of the benefits you get. So um, some people have reached out to us like, "Hey, I need coaching." Didn't go that way for this one. We came to you and said, "Hey, you're you you're do a coaching session." So it could be you you're here without having thought much about like how how would I spend this time? What what do I want to benefit from it? And and that's okay. But we we'd like to come into it with some kind of focus about like. We're going to spend 45 minutes, an hour together and, you know, doing a podcast doesn't make us an expert, but you know, if we can talk things out and kind of hash stuff out with you, how, how would you like that to be useful? That's kind of the question. For sure. Well, I, I'll, I'll just piggyback on that. So, uh, I'm Adam, I'm the drummer and, uh, the band manager and I signed up with you guys because or joined the the subscription because we're really into the cover band scene and we're trying to i guess we we looked at pork tornadoes and we were following them for a while mm -hmm. and then that kind of led to the podcast and then getting with cover band confidential and they're doing some really cool things and we we're we're doing a lot of those same things and we want to take it as far as we can and ultimately i'd like to do the cover band thing full-time or you know music in any capacity that i can and be a a broke musician uh, getting by, that's fine with me, but <laughs> uh, we're trying to, we're trying to get exponential growth too. So we've been, we've had some really great success over the last couple of years since we started, but now it's like, okay, how do we get to the next level? Instead of just doing the local stuff and some occasional regional gigs, how do we book our, uh, like book many tours, do hit three or three to five gigs in a week and be efficient with our booking schedule. And then we get a couple weeks off, two or three weeks off so that we have, we can get the exposure, be efficient with our schedule and still have lives outside of, I mean, if you have one gig in a weekend, it feels like it takes the whole weekend, right? Yeah. Um, so let's knock out a bunch in a week and then have more time off. So anyway, I've got just, I just wanted to pick your brains on that. Big dreams. Love it. Big dreams. Big dreams when you're, Getting close to 40 is not ideal all the time, but <laughs> it happens. So comes us all. 40 Adam. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here. Right. Well, I am Caleb. I play lead guitar in Savvy, and I just love your guys' content. It's a great time. I re-listened to some of the kind of band coaching sessions this week, and I'm just excited to hear your take on what we do and how we're approaching it and what we can improve on. So Awesome. Yeah. So in order for us to get a general idea of where you guys are and, you know, where you're going, we get access to all of your accounts. We take a look at things and see where there might be some opportunities and that kind of thing. So we, we went ahead and did that. And you guys are already, like you're saying, like you've had some success. You were voted your city's most popular or best cover band. That's tremendous. You have <laughs> dominated your market that's a that's a massive win and it's uh it's something that we i, I actually want to bring up on on a couple of notes but uh, even with all of your success i feel like there's there's plenty of little tweaks and things that we can suggest that'll help you guys get to that you know the level that you want to you know you want to aspire to so i think i think we're good to go here 
Yeah. So awesome. um, one thing, um, just for everybody to know, you guys are in Bozeman, Montana, right? Yes. Uh, city of like 40,000? Yeah, maybe getting up there to 50. Up to Caleb, 50. you might know better than, than yeah, but around, yeah, around uh, thereabouts. Okay. With the college, there's yeah, a little more. With the college, sure. I actually am a, uh, a Westerner myself, grew up in Salt Lake City and um, spent an awful lot of time in Idaho, oh. uh, Island Park, Idaho, which is kind of the road up toward West Yellowstone. So I love very much love yes. that area of the world. Yeah. That's a great, I uh, stayed in a lake house up there uh, once. It's a, it's a cool spot, Island Park. Yeah. And you're in Greensboro now, right? I am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I lived there for a few years, actually. Cool. Um, Good. So, yeah. Good. Uh, well, one of the, one of the challenges I think you would have to be encountering in a, in a community of five digits is just how many venues can there be, right? Do you, do you get to where you're saturated in the space? Do you get to where you're like, you've booked what you can book and nobody's talking anymore? That's a good question. Um, we, we've played pretty much all the venues except for the, the spots that get the national touring acts. We haven't played there yet. Um, I, I think we could, but we haven't done a lot of ticketed events where we're the headliner. We haven't proved could we sell out this big local venue spot at 20 bucks a ticket at 50 bucks a ticket. We, we just don't know. Right. Um, and I think that's probably something we need to, to figure out. Um, so yeah, we have hit all the local spots with the exception of a, a couple that we're hoping to get soon. But we've also like done our due diligence to branch out as much as we can too. Like we, we've played in Billings and we've played in Helena and we've played kind of the local surrounding, even other bigger cities. And we've started to creeping into the big sky market recently as well with some of the, the hotels and bigger venue, like, uh, like private event stuff there too yeah. as well. And that's kind of helped keep the local Bozeman crowd ready to come back next time we're in town. Cause we haven't played in Bozeman in a month or yeah. so. Just we've been in surrounding cities, which I think has been really good for us. So our show feels fresh when we come back. It's awesome. Yeah. We got all new songs and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. And I imagine there's a pretty solid tourist trade through that area that keeps, oh, yeah. keeps events happening. Yeah. For sure. It kind of works out to, uh, so Kristen works at a, a breakfast place in Bozeman. It's like the breakfast place in Bozeman. And it's, it, it helps with this business too, because she sees people all the time or she'll get recognized, which always feels good, you know? Yeah. And, uh, or she'll be talking to tables. Where are you going? We're going to big sky. We don't know what to do. Well, I'll tell you what you can do. We're playing a show, you know, here tips up tonight. So it works out a lot. Um, I mean, I, I think that happens almost every time we have a gig now in some capacity. Yeah, I'm working it. Cool. So that's good. Hustling. Yeah, nothing like feet on the ground, right? Um, yeah. Yes. So yeah. yeah, let's let's go ahead and start digging into some specific things. I think you know the way that we want to kind of present ourselves to the world. Like social media is the way that we kind of tell people the story that we're trying to tell. You know what level of prominence we're at, you know, what kind of thing, what kind of services we offer and that kind of stuff. So ultimately your online presence, even as a local group is going to be super important. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of really good things that you've already got. You know, most of your stuff is super kept super up to date. I did accidentally wander, wander into your TikTok account. And it's uh, it was a bit of a ghost town, but every other, yeah. every other platform you guys are, are, are doing really well and keeping it, you know, freshly posted and uh, keeping things current. So I think, I think that's great. I'll, I'll say the, there's one, TikTok there's one comment. A, so go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say TikTok is an anomaly to me. Like I just, I don't know what the hell to put on there. The weekend and I know that. there's like other bands that put really funny stuff up there, but like, mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's really anything. You, yeah, you have to learn. You have to be a student of the platform for sure. But Dan, you, you had something you wanted to chime in with? Well, it? just the one thing that I saw that wasn't, um, that was notably out of date. Um, and I, this is very much a, gosh, I should take my own advice <laughs> piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the events listed on your website have quite a few that are in the past. So you, you might want to go in there and just tidy that up. 
Uh, but you know, it's, it's yeah, uh, yeah. The, the other thing that as I look at the events in your Facebook, they go back, they're thorough. You've done a really good job of marketing in Facebook and the event level. And, um, so that gives you some credibility. I don't know how many people actually dig into that, but I do <laughs> look and see, you know, we do too. your, yeah, exactly. Your history, you know, kind of speaks for itself in there. So that's, that's good. So you think we should have, um, like a section for historical events in the, on the website or, um, I feel like up to a certain point, you know, when we're talking about the way, like online stuff, website stuff, whatever, you just need to give people the impression that you've been doing this for a bit. Like they don't necessarily need to see four years yep. of, of past gigs. You know, maybe if you have like the six that you have coming up and maybe like there's 10 that are kind of grayed out that you've already done, but nobody is going to be looking like scrolling, like how far down does this list go there? You know, they just want to see you're busy. Yeah. Yeah. It looked substantial. That was all I cared about. There's, yeah. there's a chunk of them there. I, I have gotten some traction in the past by having kind of a resume of places I've played know in a first conversation with a venue being able to say like hey we've been at, you know down the street and that other one and you know that that's a that's an important thing in a conversation i think but whether it matters to the consumer audience not okay because you you have to think about the the kind of person who's going to each of these places so if you're talking about facebook and instagram those are your fans those are the people that support you that want to come see you that you know are there to be a part of the thing that you you do people who go to your website are people who are looking to hire you so the information needs to be tweaked in a way that still shows because you need to part of the thing that we show people on on a website is what you know what is the what does the public think of us so you want to have pictures of tons of people having fun on your website but you want to show that in a way that conveys to a potential client like i can fill your room up i can you know be the most fun thing that uh, you know the the most fun part of this event that you that you're trying to throw so it's just it's just a different way of presenting yourself yeah yeah that that makes sense um yeah do you guys have any so you looked at the website i'm I'm just curious what other feedback you guys had because we're um trying to yeah so first off your your branding and presence is super solid like everything seems like it's pretty cohesive you've got certain colors that you're always leaning into you've got your logo it's prominent on everything um you know as far as the like your your facebook page i still think you need to put bozeman's number one cover band in the banner of the page so that it's the first thing that people see because they may not make it down far enough to see that but you want to make sure i mean your Bozeman's number one cover band. That should be the thing you lead with on yeah. everything. It should be okay. on your website first and foremost. It needs to be it needs to be in a non-scrollable space. So it's full it. on presence of mind. Can't miss it. That's a, that's this is what you have. This is all all press is good. So like use this good press and just shove it down people's throats. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. The year that I was uh, a voted best musician in the triad, I used that on every single thing, everything, nothing, nothing got away with not being, yeah. you know, slathered with that. Cause, um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a statement. Yeah, it is. So yeah. You, and it's something ta- tangible too. It's not like, Hey, we're really good. It's like, right. this is ob- objective data. Yeah. The tri cities premiere. So-and-so, <laughs> yeah, so-and-so. Yeah. 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 It's, it's yeah. and you can cite something like mm-hmm. your Bozeman's number one cover band with a citation, you know that yes. that lends credibility to it. But you were talking about like what, wondering what we thought of the website. The website's fine. Um, there was a a super weird thing on the front page where the logo was a little bit too big, and so there was this like weird dead space between the top and like where like content started. I don't know oh. what it may just be like. You can shrink it, or there's a button you push in the website builder that you know will help resize it. Um, but what I'm seeing the like primarily is not putting as much information as possible in the non-scrollable part of your of your page. Okay. So again, first thing, number one, like we're we're Bozeman's number one cover band. You know, put a put put some media there just because as you scroll, like people will scroll, but they have to see the thing, you know, that's right in front of them and go it 
I want to see more information. So do your best to try to get that as optimized as possible. Um, the other thing that I saw that needs to be on that on every single page, like everywhere you go, is a call to action button, whatever that is. Typically, it's book us, contact us, let us, you know, reach out to us. Let's pl let's play your party. But there isn't any of that on any of your pages, and there needs to be one literally right in that non-scrollable part of the the front page. And Kim. basically, at the end of every major section, put a button in. It doesn't matter if there's multiple buttons on a page. You just want to make sure that you make the the entry point as easy as possible. That's the most important thing. Got it. We'll we'll revamp that for sure. That makes sense. Um, and then one other just note that I think is a good thing because it, it looks like you guys are trying to branch out a little bit. And one of the things that's cool is that it looks like you've got multiple offerings of this group. So we can go in as the savvy duo. We can do this karaoke thing. We can do the full band thing. I think a services page would be a good idea. Okay. Break them down. Like we can do it in this configuration, this configuration, we can do this, we can add this on, we can, any sort of partnerships that you can build with event companies or, or maybe there's a photo booth in town. You can make that yep. something that you offer, like find creative ways to kind of bring other people in, but also say, I can provide this turnkey service for you. You don't have to worry about anything. You hire us. We're going to bring this. We're going to bring that. We're going to add these enhancements to your event. So I think I think putting those on a single page and making it really, you know, again, we want to make it easy. We want to make it super easy for people to go, yes, I want to hire these guys. That makes sense. We're jotting this stuff down too. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of my uh, thing to like... I, I try and get on, like, have a conversation. Like, I, I'm just hoping people like just contact us. So, like, on our contact form, it doesn't. There's no like fields to fill out. It's just send us an email, and let's let's talk, kind of thing. Um, and I don't know if that's a good approach, but the the reasoning behind that is, I don't want people to think that we don't do something that we could do. Same with pricing. I want to have a conversation because there's all kinds of uh, details and things that could make it um, worth our while or something we could help somebody with. So that's. So uh, I, 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 th I get the, um, I get the ethos behind that. And I think that's honorable, but I feel based on the intended audience of your website, that the form could be more formal. You could add some additional information because it's going to make things easier on you guys. If you put their name and their email and their mm -hmm. phone number and make some of those things required so that you actually have some data so that you can follow <clears> up. <throat> um, and if you, if you want to build that connection, if you want to find a way to kind of like open the lines of dialogue, share with people, you should probably do that through a mailing list and not necessarily trying to make your website feel cozy. I think it's more important to do that on the, on, on the other channels. And you, you seem to be doing that really well already. But um, setting up a free MailChimp account is probably a good idea. And almost every single website deal has some sort of integration where you can prompt it to pop up a, you know, sign up for our mailing list deal. Yeah. What? Um, so people sign up for our mailing list. Let's say they do that. We actually uh, have HubSpot CRM mm -hmm. too. I don't know if you yep. guys are yep. familiar. Yeah. Um, very familiar. But we haven't played around with it a lot, but uh, we were hoping to leverage that for like digital outreach, automated, you know, uh, triggers when there's some kind of intent signal, if nothing else, but to notify us to do the thing, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so we're trying to figure out how to integrate that to and even like direct mail stuff, like, you know, thinking outside the box, sending somebody a, a shirt and like candy after a gig. I mean, just things like that. Yeah. Um, have you guys done anything like that? Uh, like with direct mail or uh, using a CRM or anything like that for, for band stuff. I use HubSpot to manage uh, venue contacts and, and keep up with the sales process there. Yeah. Um, I've never used it for sort of mass contact. Um, I think direct mail is a really, a really intriguing idea. I will say, I know from my marketing background that it's response rate is tragic um, compared mm -hmm. to other things. And you just know that when you're doing a mail campaign, you know, you're going to blast the world full of flyers and 99 and a half percent are going in the trash. Um, but 
it still works for people, obviously, because I keep getting the mail. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think if yeah. there was a way to target it smartly and do it cost effectively, I think it'd be a great thing to experiment. I'd be really interested to see the results. Yeah. Yeah. The, my other job too, I actually work for a, um, marketing technology company and we have uh, direct, we have software that in, integrates with, um, sales marketing platforms nice. that triggers the direct mail and direct mail does suck, suck if you don't, but it's all about the timing, like mm. the timing and how, and then it really does create some lift, but I don't know. I mean, for a small operation, <laughs> it's probably doesn't make sense, but I don't know. Um, I think just, how, how would we thoughts. know unless you tried it, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Well, and kind of how Dan has created these, like he's got the punch cards and there's like a gifty component to that. Yes. It, it is a way to build relationships and you could do direct mail, but you can do it on a more focused level on right. a smaller scale right. with the people that are like diehard, you know, fans, you you can do those things. You can, you can find these ways to surprise and delight, you know, your customers beyond just the standard offering of, you know, playing at their favorite bar and that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else to give them a little bit, a little laugh, anything like that, like just re remember, you know, this band name, <laughs> that's really it, you know, or whatever the call to action is. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, yeah. So those were my notes on the website. I mean, it looks perfectly fine. Um, I, just I, a I couple would... of tweaks and I think it'll, yeah, I, I, um, the promo video that's on it, I feel like that could be tighter. Yeah. I've got a whole bunch of stuff for the YouTube channel. Okay. Cool. We can, yeah, because that cool. is a, a, a bed for me to do that. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, let's see. Um, I had a couple more notes about Facebook, uh, put Bozeman's number one cover band on everything. Um, oh, it, when, when I went to your, went to your Facebook page, I'm just going through stuff and I'm looking through all the different things that I can click on. And then there was this thing that was like related groups and it was like Montana nightlife and, you know, music fans and it's all the kind of regional things. And I was like, you know, what kind of talking about direct mailing and surprising delighting, like what if you guys created a fan, uh, like a fan Facebook group for, for the band as a way to, again, invite people in trying to, you know, you basically have this kind of, radius of people who are going to follow you, you know, try to reward the nucleus, the people who are ride or die, and then find ways to engage with, you know, all the concentric rings on the outside. It just seemed like the other thing, the other reason why people are doing that kind of stuff is that the organic reach on a lot of these groups is a lot higher than your run of the mill. Just like, cause you guys put your flyer up on Facebook or Instagram they're going to go out of their way to make sure that only a small percentage of the people that follow you get that everybody who's in your group gets your post and they get a notification when it happens. So, That's a great idea. Yeah. We're done. Might be a small uh, group at first, but well, <laughs> they are work with what you got. Yeah. yeah. That's where that's, but those are the people that are going to see you through to the other side. Um, the other good thing that I liked is that you guys have reviews on your page. That's awesome. Only critique that not, not a critique. The only observation I had was that the last one was from 2021. So I don't know if there's a way for you guys to incentivize people to leave reviews for you just so that it's, again, we're trying to look like we're consistently putting the reps in. Yeah. So any way that you could kind of get a couple more recent ones would just help with visibility and make it seem like you're out there moving and grooving. You're saying on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, we've been pushing the Google reviews lately because we have a a Google page now, mm -hmm. um, and so that's that's where some of the recent ones are. And we we typically don't get them honestly unless we actually you know ask people yeah. for them. Oh, you don't? No, you got to ask people. Yeah, you got, yeah, and, yeah. and you got to not feel oh, yeah. weird about that. You just got to ask them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Like there, there's something to be said for being a little pushy about thing or even like follow us on Instagram. It shows like it might be a little annoying, but I feel like, um, it works. Yeah. I must say it three or four times on stage. Like we have a sign, like a, 
what is it called? Like on one of those plastic, like stand up signs. Retractable signs. Yeah, kind of. It's just like a, you know, a, a plastic yeah. sign, but it's got a big QR code and it says scamming. And I'm always like telling people, scan this because when you scan it, it'll take you to a landing page where you can follow us on Instagram. That's a really good I mean, idea. It's good. People, <laughs> yeah, it's a great idea, but people yeah. don't do it. <laughs> people do not. We do get it. like one <laughs> to two followers on at a show if we don't. So do listen, do you, yeah. do you know my mailing list, chick? No. Look, uh, I'm shameless. Oh, he holds the show hostage. I hold the show hostage. I am shameless about this. And it, it really only works in acoustic shows. I I've done it sometimes in electric, and it works. It, it works there. I'm just not set up for it with the current band with the infrastructure I'd need. But I literally say, "All right, now we've come to a really crucial part of the show where I need you to take out your phone." Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember. This. Yeah, we were. Did, we, we did that once and actually. Yeah, we got, and like, got like fifty followers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Please take out your <laughs> like, phone. I I'll, I'll, I say. I'll wait. <laughs> like you're going to do this. Yeah. And then, and then I lead him to, I, I, I did buy the domain name giftfromdan.com, and all it is is a funnel page into my MailChimp. And, um, and then, you know, I have a whole, whole joke I do around it that get, you know, you'll fill out the form and it's a really great mailing list and you'll get an email welcoming you with a link to download a song that I recorded. And that's the gift from Dan. And it's a song, um, it's a song by Radiohead. So oh. either you're welcome or I'm sorry, depending on how you feel about Radiohead. <laughs> like it's a whole thing I do, but, but I literally stop the show. I, I, I have no shame at all about like, here's my marketing shtick. You're listening now. Um, and it really works. I actually just, it, I just graduated out of the free level of MailChimp because it really Whoa. works. <laughs> Man, that's so cool. So yeah, we can get more creative with that. I think and have yeah, make it fun. Make it, too. make it something people want to engage with. You know, my regulars will come to everything. They'll, they'll say it with me. They're now repeating the, the marketing <laughs> shit along with me as I do it. Like it's, nice. yeah. Yeah. So here's another thing that popped in my head, you know, while we were, we're, we're talking, we're talking about Kristen, who's like, she's out there. She's with the people. Now, like after shows, are you also that person that wants to go out and talk with folks in the crowd? Like, is yeah, I'll, I'll do so, it. So, you know, talking about the the QR sign situation, um, one thing that uh, my groups do is that uh, I have a version of it that is the size of the wallpaper on my phone, and so instead of asking people during your show to take a picture of things, you can go up to them and be like, here scan this thing so you can follow us on things. So first off, we're talking about being pushy. You can hold the whole show hostage if you want to, or you can can just walk up to a person and use the fact that you're like standing right in front of them as the leverage you need in order for them to actually do the thing you want them to do. Okay. Very true. So So just literally put the QR on your phone and just... You know, everybody puts it up yeah. during on on gig nights. Instead of having business cards, you just here you go. If you okay. oh man, you guys are great here. Take a take a picture of this, and you can follow all the stuff we got. Okay. So it gives that. you kind of a little bit of both of the things that you're looking for. It seems like you're you're getting that personal connection, which is ultimately what you want. You're trying to build diehard fans. That's how you can do that. So be cool. personable, but like be smart and resourceful yeah. about, around it. Always marketing. For sure. Uh, I have a couple of notes on Instagram um, and they're both really good. Uh, the It seems like a lot of what you're posting is overlapping with Facebook and that's fine because that's how a lot of people do it. You post a picture on Instagram, you, it goes to Facebook. Um, but I still feel like there's stuff on Instagram that's not on Facebook, but not the yeah. other way around. Correct. So it would be there are certain things that work on Facebook that obviously don't work on Instagram. So like putting an article to uh, some sort of thing that's kind of related to either an artist you cover or the kind of music you guys play, or just something that's like in the world that you are, you just kind of, it's just a a way to share with people. And it's got, you, there's no ulterior motive. It's the non-marketing marketing. Um, And those are things you could be doing on Facebook. Just again, separate make because different people at different times of their day are consuming that content. So you can find different ways to find them where they are. Um, because I think the, the Instagram account's awesome. You got 
live pictures, you've got memes, you've got flyers for upcoming shows, you've got candid stuff. Like it's very well curated and the, the coloring and the branding is all there. Like Instagram is probably the most consistently solid of all your platforms. It's definitely like a thing that it, it, it appears that you guys are very comfortable operating in. So, you know, lead with it because it's a great engagement spot. Um, but don't necessarily, uh, leave out the other things because Facebook yeah. has a lot to offer for you guys as well. Yeah. I think a lot of our fans are more into Facebook because of course we've got like quite a bit more followers on Facebook. And I think I, I just put a lot of my focus on Instagram for whatever reason. I guess. Well, we were falling behind in Instagram. I feel like not even a year ago and and then it it got a lot better. So I think, yeah. And we just felt like uh, people were looking at that more often without any real reason to think that Mm -hmm. this is what we thought. And it's like, how big's your market? You can look at somebody's Instagram following and get it. I think that's probably what some places are doing. Mm -hmm. Get an idea, but yeah, I mean, those numbers do matter. Mm-hmm. but you know, there's, there's stuff that matters to the band externally and there's stuff that matters to them internally. Yeah. Externally, you want to have these numbers. So it looks like, you know, people care about what you're doing internally. You want a high, as high a percentage as possible of those numbers to be people that you actually follow what you're doing. Right. There's two sides to it. So those are all sure. my notes for Instagram. I mean, very, really no notes. Um, because ultimately, I feel like you guys are doing a good job um, with what you've got. I'll just throwing it out for TikTok. Um, seven posts since August of 2021. It's obviously something you guys tried and didn't quite figure out. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, no, and, and, and that's fine. I, I think every single person, they, Dan's got a, Dan Dan has a, a TikTok account. How often do you Do I? that? I, I'm not sure even. I, think, <laughs> I guess I must. I've been, sending, I've been sending stuff to you for months. Yeah, no, you have. I anyway. see it, I guess. <laughs> is, no, is that you sending that or the t- I don't even understand how it's getting to me. I guess that's you. Great. No, yeah. I, I'm with you guys. I'm I have not invested in even understanding what TikTok is. Um, I know it'd be good, but I haven't. So, um, what I'm seeing though is like again, it's it's horizontal video squished in, which looks yeah. repurposed, and people who consume that can tell when it's just kind of like an afterthought. Um, th- but here's a, here's another thing about, it. so, you know, we, we talked, we, we were talking about Instagram and Instagram has some strategic benefits because not only is it widely consumed, but there's, um, localization components. You can tag local restaurants. You can show people where you are. Um, TikTok is getting really, really good at that also. And if ultimately you guys are trying to build a following of kids in a college town, being a band that posts regularly on TikTok that tags themselves locally in that market is going to get you in front of those people. Yeah. I, and, I didn't know you can tag anything like that. Yeah, it's, it's a fairly new thing, but it, it people are actually building these followings and, and they're like, you know, when they say micro influencers, we're talking like a, like a 10 foot radius um, just be, because they, they post about the content of the town they live in. And so people who are on TikTok who live in that town follow that person just just cause. Um, but I think it, it would be a really good idea for you guys to do that since you're you're playing top forty pop music and you have a college in your town and you want those people out to your shows. Um doesn't have to be live stuff. It can be you talking through the songs you cover, your favorite you you could do a video that's just our our favorite bars in Bozeman. Or these are the clubs that we like to play with or, or like to play at, or, you know, and each one could be a 30 second video. Here's this place. It's awesome. They have this thing, this special on Friday night. We play here, uh, you know, in three weeks on the whatever. And it could be as simple as that, but tag the, tag the venue, make sure that it's localized and just put it up. And Does it have then, to be funny? No. <laughs> I'm rarely funny, but the upside to doing those kinds of vertically formatted videos is you can put them on reels too. You can put them on shorts too. So the, the ultimate objective is to distribute them, you know, as, as far and as wide as you can. And, uh, you, you, there's really easy ways to do that now. Very cool. 
So it's it's different video formatting to like the vertical format. Mm -hmm. So that okay, but that's the same as Reels on Instagram. Yeah, and totally. And right okay. now, Reels is actually kicking TikTok's butt on on discoverability and and reach. So you know, do that. And the same with same with YouTube. Honestly, you know, if you if you yeah. have a, a series of videos, I've had crazy numbers on on some of the, you know podcast excerpts and just stuff that i threw on tiktok is kind of like a an afterthought like yeah you, you can get some serious numbers out there cool any any uh anything to add dan before we hop into the um the promo stuff the youtube video stuff no i have something to i have something to add after that okay so the, one of the things that your YouTube channel does very, very well is that your stuff shows people having fun and it does that very, very yep. well. Yep. And that is the thing that you should 100% lean into because that's ultimately what people who are trying to hire you are looking for. You guys look like fun. So lean into that. Um, but like Deanna kind of alluded to it Every single promo video or er anything that I saw, the song clips were way too long. And I know, yeah, I know the temptation. <laughs> the temptation is you got to get the intro, the first verse, and the first chorus. I know that's like, that's like what the pull is to include. <laughs> you just can't do it. You yeah. can't, it's just too much. It's just too much. You got to, you know, or shorten them up. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. It's got to bang through three, four, five songs and be a minute long. Yep, we're laughing because every video we've created we've asked ourselves is this too long mm. no but and then um I, yeah it just makes sense totally and we uh we what i really want to get better at is we don't capture our content like we just had a killer show last week it was amazing there was crowd surfing and a mosh pit it was packed <laughs> it was the biggest bar in we big sky it. it's just a memory now yeah, and yeah. and we don't have anything to show for it. you know not nothing except for people that were there and that that's a big regret for me like if we had had that footage um same with the live recordings like i don't capture them all the time and we've never just like recorded so we just need to get better at capturing that so we can actually do something so we, with it. which led to an idea that adam had which was yeah. if i just like take my phone and hit record and tell people to pass it around during the song and give it back to me and like oh, yeah. be like you guys you know get some cool footage of the crowd and stuff while i'm playing or i guess we could invite friends and have them do it too but yep so um, another thing i was going to suggest these things they call them magic arms or friction arms and it's basically just like an articulated thing it's got a, a clamp on weight? yeah just it's <laughs> it's got a clamp on one side and then just like a a, a mount on the other and you can get all different kinds of mounts and stuff. So if you, you could put that on a mic stand, you could put that on, you know, if there's a, a light rig, you know, on stage, right. That is super solid. Just mount it up there. Do like an ultra wide shot of what the band's doing. Um, you know, you can do all kinds of things, uh, that don't involve you buying a bunch of equipment using this, if you've already got, um, and for like 30, 40 bucks, easily worth it. I think we need oh. to get one. Couple. I'll shoot you some links. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> you know, I've invested heavily in the Mevo camera ecosystem. So I now have six, six points of video capture on stage. And because I spent significant money on it, I'm not leaving it at home. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm using that thing to the point yeah. that I now have to buy hard drives because <laughs> now I'm taking so much video. And, and I haven't necessarily found time to actually cut or edit or use any of it, but I have a lot of it. So those moments that are so amazing, like I am committed to capturing them. That's for sure. What so, do you yeah. think of? I, uh, I was going to ask about the camera. Like they, they sell. I, I, I don't. I forget what they're called. They may be what you're talking about, but they're like little. Uh, they look like security cameras, but they're you can buy them in Sweetwater, and I don't know the capabilities, but they're they're kind of spendy. They're kind of. But spendy. it also looks pretty convenient, and they're, you can get any angle you want. Yeah, here's here's the beauty of them is they run off battery for about six hours. So the record oh to an God. SD card standing all on their own on a clamp like Adam has. I have a bunch of little stick tripods that I can just put them anywhere. They don't have to plug into anything. As long as I charged them the night before, they'll run all show. And, um, and then I come home and I got all these SD cards full of angles. 
that I can then bring into, into whatever editor I like and make whatever I want. They also will connect to a Wi-Fi and live stream. Um, Mike's doing mm, that oh, for wow. a lot of the Pork Tornado shows. And, um, and that's a pretty cool thing, but I, I, I'm more interested in coming home with recording. Um, and they're fantastic for that. Great in low light. Um, these are the Logitech Mevo cameras. They sell them in singles or three packs. And I actually bought two of the three packs. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really loving those things. But do they do audio too, or I'm assuming you're getting that separate. Uh, yeah, they have mics on, on, on cam and they're pretty okay actually, but I am running a line out of the back of one of my mains in, into one of them. It has an eighth inch line in mic in. And oh, so, okay. um, I'm actually running a cable out of an aux out into that. And, uh, and that's working well. So another that thought sounds- that I had talking about footage and stuff is you've got to have a fairly large population of young kids with decent cameras that, you know, fancy themselves filmmakers or what have you. I feel like hiring somebody to bring a DSLR out and, and shoot one of the, one of your shows coming up shouldn't be super expensive. Yeah. And then you could cut it together, cut it together yourself. But I think the, the primary thing that you want to focus on is you want the cuts to be quick. You want to convey the energy that the band is putting out by keeping things very high energy, quick, fo- quick switches, you know, do a chorus, chorus of a song, move on to the next one and, and, and really focus on a couple of benchmarks. You want, you may want like your full promo, maybe two minutes, but you want to have a two minute version, a 90 minute, a two minute version, 90 seconds, 60 seconds, 30 seconds, 15 seconds. And you just need to have those and you want to, because then you can post them on different things Yeah, or you can make them a part of a promotion. So if you have like a 15 second promo, you know, take a version of it that's vertically oriented. And then at the end, put the flyer of the show that you're playing at the end of it. So you you have to have all of these different things because again, different people consuming at different points of their day on different devices. Yeah, and I think Got it. Adam's point about bringing somebody in to, to shoot professionally, that there's just nothing quite like professionally done video and photo. Um, I like all your videos, but they do have an edge of homegrownness about them, which is like authentic and great. I, I kind of enjoy it, but boy, that same thing yeah. shot on really high quality stuff with it dialed in for the right lighting that they're in front of rather than kind of what the phone's going to figure out or um, just makes a world. Of, I would really recommend hiring somebody to just shoot one big show. Um, yeah. yeah, we, um, some of the footage we actually did, but it was in hindsight, it, we should have done it differently. We, for the promo video, a lot of the clips in it, the, the three, <laughs> the three minute one, um, we were playing a live, uh, a, a big show with, uh, a, a national touring band was headlining it called all good things. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the headliner and it was at this really nice brewery outside and we, uh, hired a production company to come film it. Um, but it was challenging because it was outside. It was the middle of July or something. So it was like hot. So nobody was standing in front of the stage. They were all like back in the shade. So we couldn't, couldn't, there was too many variables. And then, you know, we're using, uh, we're getting on and off the stage really quickly because it's a essentially a festival. So there's other bands coming and going and then we should have next time we do that, we're going to do it at a place where we don't have those variables. We right. can do it inside yeah. and we're the only band playing right. and right. it really get yeah. what we need. Because there, there are other videos clearly shot on somebody's own phone or something where you got the room hopping and man, if we just had a good camera in there, it'd be a whole other ball. <laughs> yeah. right? Well, yeah. and use that footage, use that shaky footage as a way it like use it as oh, kind of B roll. over the, that. The, Yeah. Because that shows yeah. the, you know, the energy of the room, like that's important. Yes. Um, but yeah, like, because because i know what you're talking about because it was the only one that was during the day and yeah the footage looked nice but it just again the thing that you guys clearly do is not in that video yeah 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 that's the challenge and it's it really was a burning bush moment for me after the gig we had last week it's like we everybody wants this we don't have to try and sell it like uh just show them you want this and people Mm -hmm. will buy it yep but we can't really do that. We have, we can't show them a nice, concise, uh, short, easy to consume video. And it's, I think that's our biggest problem right now. Well, and, and I would say, you know, based on all of the critiques that we have 
talked about up to this point, it is really the only one that I think is holding you back. Because I feel like I feel like you guys have all of the other stuff that you need. You just have to be able to package it in a way that's easy to consume and just confirms the assumption of the person who wants to hire you, which is, yes, I want this. So that's yeah. ultimately where, you know, that's the last missing piece, really. Everything else is in, already there. You can tweak existing things. It's just that's that's the thing that I think is going to seal the deal. It's good to hear because, you know, it's 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 hard to get, I guess, lost in the weeds like we're doing, you know, with the social media. Are we posting enough? Do we need more gear? Like there's all kinds of quote unquote problems or things. But the answer that to all of those is have, yes. But, but. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gear always. Yes. Need more gear. <laughs> it's good to hear that. Um, that to hear that out loud, that that is our biggest potential problem so that we can allocate the resources we need to, to, to solve it. For sure. Good. And then Adam, I think you're at the end of your list, right? So uh, yeah, <clears throat> maybe as a parting exercise, <laughs> um, you know, the drum that I beat is about branding and about brand definition and brand position, all of that. How would you describe the character of your brand? What's your brand proposition? Yeah, that's good. You want to take it? Go for it. Um, yeah, I mean, we've got a couple sentences, but, uh, so our, I guess our brand is, uh, you know, cover band. We only play songs that are singable, danceable, and, uh, highly recognizable. Note for note. Yeah. And our stick, note for note accurate. We play to a click track. We don't go too fast or too slow. Yeah, we've, we're getting the backing tracks. Like it's it's your, um, it's the songs that you lo- know and love as you remembered them. Not uh, I remember it would seeing cover bands my whole life. Really, uh, it would kind of bug me if they played the song like you know. There's some great cover bands out there that we've seen recently, and they play everything is basically the same beat and the same tempo, and it makes it seem cheesy and we've had like you know, like kids bop or something like yeah. we, there was a time when like i was watching cover bands and i was like oh my god are we corny are we cheesy i don't want to do this anymore this is dumb but then we figured out it was because they're playing everything really fast or they're like they're doing it just way different or something yeah it's all like been putting this their machine and it comes out with the same tempo yeah. the same everything and it just seems manufactured or something but when you play them as accurate as possible to the record or unless you're going to do a completely different version of yeah, it that's, that's something different but um so that's our our thing and um so i don't know if that answers the, yeah no what i hear you saying is that a differentiator for you has to do with um i mean for sure party is a is a prominent yes. factor of your brand right um, but there's also something about authenticity, right? There's something about yes. true, true to true to those songs you love, right? Doing them justice, doing your memories of them justice. Something about, um, there's like an integrity to that. You know, yes, it, it could 100%. get kind of like heavy and moral or something, but, but for you, it's like, it's like the expression of the joy of the music is that you're true to it. Yeah. Yes. I love that. 100%. Yeah. That- yeah. Very well said. That's yeah. It's deeper than just, we want to be perfect. It's not even about being perfect. Right. It's about sharing an experience with people. And I mean, we've had people cry at shows. There was a, who was the guy, the, the old guy at the Harlow show. Oh, um, yeah. yeah I, mean, I remember the song that you played when I was blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. A, a person that just recovered from cancer came out to the show and they were very old, like in their eighties. And they said, uh, you know, I didn't think I'd ever be out like this again, or didn't think I'd ever want to be. And he was crying and he like hugged us all. Mm. It's like, man, I would have, we would have played this show free if we would have known this would have, you know, like it's just, it's really cool. Yeah. So that's, that's another word that's important in your brand. I just heard another one and that's connection. Connection. Right. So it's, it's party, but it's also authentic and it's connection. All right. Yeah. So Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying like the biggest thing for like what savvy is to me, like I grew up 
just loving like arena rock and like seeing that atmosphere of like it was a party but then like if a power ballad hits like everyone in the room feels it and there's like the weird dichotomy of emotion and energy yes and like i think that's a thing we have clinged to really well as savvy and like that's my favorite part there's like times of the night where you just lose yourself in it and it feels like an arena but yeah. it's a bar yeah. and that's yeah. what you yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For, I mean, for I, I mean, for me, that's a that's a great expression of this thing. I mean, by connection, that's perfect. Like that place where we're all just in the music, we're all kind of one in the space. Like I completely know that moment. That's really well said. Um, I don't know if there's another word you guys would add. This this is this is an exercise I'd challenge you to um, take away from here. Not like you just found an answer, but like you found a question. What are the what are the things that really make us what we are? What are the things that are differentiators in our market, but also um, in people's lives? What makes coming to our show unique and special? And then write those down. Make sure you have them. Make sure they kind of give you chills a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. And and then the real work starts because then you want to build the video that says that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. And and not by just telling it to him, right? You got to show that in the video. Yeah. Yes. Right. So Yeah, you you would you would want to you would ha- you would need to find a way to convey those three words without saying those three words. Right. Yes. Except party, like party's probably a good one. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you can, but yeah, you, you yeah. How do you it's see It's more to have the words around it. How do you see authentic? How do you see connection? Well, I don't know, but that's that's the challenge. Go get them. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Uh that's exciting. You know, it's yeah. good if it's exciting and motivates you to want to do that. Yeah. So. Yeah. What well, a lot and, of, and just in the same note, you know, talking about the, the words and the vibe you want to convey, what can you take of all of that and like shrink it down into a sentence? So like when someone goes, what's, what is savvy like? Yeah. And I'm being le- like serious. Think about what that sentence is because it took us forever to figure out how to like thread the needle here. And the rock more suck less thing happened because one of a guy that we interviewed at the very beginning, just said it, just, he just said it. It was just a throwaway line. Yeah. But like in that moment, I was like, that's it. it. There it is. Well, and I love yours. Soundtrack to the best night of your life. Right. Yeah. yeah that's, so that's good. Well, that's the ATL. That's the, that's the agency one. Right, let us be the soundtrack to the best night. Either of your way. Life. It, it so conveys our- the brand, right? That's Perfect. Great. So yeah, walk out yeah. of this with, you know, a strap line, a sentence, something. And then uh, we had a guy at a show say, you guys transfer happiness. And I was like, write that down, write that down, write that down. <laughs> I, I, you're right. Like a concise little blurb. Mm-hmm. It's all about. We got to be easily digestible. It's got to be just you know say the thing, show the thing, and just make just confirm people's assumptions. Yes, yeah. this is what I want. But but like a design okay. thing. That's my thing. A lot of bands kind of fall backwards into a brand instead of designing something. And um, I think it's so much more. You know, like we all just kind of got moved by what we just created here. Right. And so it just, it's so much better to, to think it through and who do I want to be and what, what message do I want to convey? What do I want to leave an audience with? Totally. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, do you guys have any specific questions for us? Anything that you want more information on or, or things you don't, we didn't cover or. Um, yeah. How do we get an agent? <laughs> So, um, we, well, is, we are, do you guys have agents in that work in that area already? We do. Um, and we're talking to one tomorrow, which I don't expect to anything much to come out of it, but what we're, what I don't really know what they could offer. I'll, I'll find out more tomorrow, I guess, but we want help booking. We can book the local gigs pretty well. We want to do, you know, regional and uh you know across the country too however it makes sense but we want to do like little mini tours and have some help booking that we don't know you know places in las vegas but we could do the legwork and figure that out and try and it would it, it's just a lot of work to try and book multiple cities at uh different venues yeah so i would say the main thing is is promo 
because if you approach an agent and they check out your promo, they're, they're not going to get it. They're not going to see what's yeah. there. Um, so that's probably priority number one. Um, more practical stuff, more stuff that you guys can, can do is not necessarily like start with the end in mind, but like be, be kind of think about things in rings. So think about where, where Bozeman is and think of like the lowest kind of radius that you guys could play in. Is it 10 miles? Is it 20 miles? Is it 30 miles? And find the places in those towns that cater to the kind of, you know, people you want to play for and do one of two things, either reach out to them directly, drive there, do some FaceTime, um, or find a band in that market and ask them if they'll split a bill with you. Because you're probably going to need to do that if you're going into a new city and you're trying to, if you're trying to go and kind of assume headliner status, you've got to find a way in and it might be worth one gig to, you know, mop the floor with some venue for half a, you know, half your normal pay rate. If it meant that you could come back in six to eight weeks and get your full rate and, you know, set up a relationship. That makes sense. Networking basically. I mean, right. Yeah. And, 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 once you have that first radius kind of mastered, go out, you know, another radius. How far is that? 50 miles, hundred miles. I'm not going more than 50 miles around my house unless you're paying me a Montana, big no. stack of money. <laughs> but yeah. it's further than 50 miles. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. Bozeman's almost 50 miles from where we are now. So, <laughs> so yeah, a- you, just, you have to find kind of where those places are in order to, to get there. And, 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 keep it local ish. You know, if it is in Montana, it's in Montana, or if it, you know, you can kind of be state adjacent and not necessarily worry about how far out you can go like tour wise, because what will inevitably happen is once you build up a crowd in Bozeman and a crowd in Helena and a crowd elsewhere, you'll be able to show that to prospective venues who go, they're already playing here. They're already playing there. Like they've got this thing kind of sorted and it'll give you that air of legitimacy that will make it easy again, easier for them to say yes. You just have to be sure that you have all the things in place that when you go in for the ask, it's you already know that you're going to get it. That makes sense. It uh, sounds like a job interview to me or something. Like it, it's a job you want, you know, you're best for the role. Like it's just showing them that and we need to get to that point. Yeah, I mean, the main thing with promo is show you guys looking cool, show people having fun. And if you can do those two things and you can make it sound as good as it looks, I think you guys are are, are set for a while. Sweet. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, This is super helpful, uh, you know, and pretty insightful, too. I think we've got some marching orders here and... um, would like to be in touch to, to get your feedback to in the future. Yeah, yeah. Savvy guys, thank you guys so much for being generous with your time and asking the questions. And hopefully you found this helpful. Best of luck to you guys in the coming year. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank thanks you. so much. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey, listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of The New Strange, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins! 
the losses, the behind the scenes goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAND. That's V-A-M band. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAND.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit CoverBandConfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it. For Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida, that was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! (laughs) 